Hello and welcome to Never Designs This Week in Witchcraft. This is a weekly podcast specifically for people who want to know, well, what's happening this week in witchcraft. It's to give you a rundown of important events and dates in the week ahead so that you're ready to use it next week to its full potential. Maybe you're a beginner witch feeling overwhelmed by all the things you need to remember. Spoiler alert, you don't need to remember anything. Or maybe you're like me, a seasoned witch who still manages to forget when the full moon is every single time. A quick disclaimer. This is a rundown of major events happening this week, however you don't need to do something for any of them. I remember when I was a beginner, and I would get so stressed out trying to do something for every single full and new moon, every Sabbath and Esper, and any astrological event. But really, your practice should fit around you and your life, not the other way around. So if you feel like using that energy, great, and if you don't, that's wonderful too. Your practice should bring you peace, comfort and joy, not stress and anxiety because you don't have enough time to do multiple complicated rituals every single week. Also, all information provided on this podcast is aimed towards those in the Northern Hemisphere. This is week commencing 11th of April 2022. Here's what's happening this week in witchcraft. 16th of April, full moon in Libra, or pink moon. This full moon is the first of this astrological year and follows the emotional, harmony-craving Libra energy. As the sun is in go-getter Aries, this clash of the moon and sun signs can leave us feeling overwhelmed, emotional and drained. However, this full moon searching for harmonious living is the perfect time to release what isn't serving you. What is keeping you feeling overwhelmed? What is constantly on your mind but does not seem to serve you at all? Cut those ties, baby! work towards making a comfortable and balanced life for yourself. You may also be feeling insecure or uncertain in your goals and aspirations. Maybe you're lacking a little belief in yourself. Perhaps you're seeing others following the life path you wish for yourself and they seem to be blossoming while you feel like you're wilting. Comparison is the thief of joy, but it is sadly something we are prone to as humans in general, but especially under this full moon. You may be feeling like you're falling behind and the hectic, airy sun energy is making you want to get out there and do something, anything, that may help you, not considering the consequences of these actions. This is another perfect example of the need to focus on the scales of Libra. What do you need to remove to lighten one side of your scales? What do you need to add to your life to keep the scales in balance and to help you reach your full potential? Consider this around your whole life, but especially towards the goals you've been focusing on this airy season. Things to do during this full moon. 1. Take time to calm your mind. This can look different for everyone. Perhaps you love to play games and you can clear your mind while doing so. Maybe it's an evening away from your phone. Or in my case, it's a bath in candlelight with some calming ambient music and a book. Whatever you can do to clear and refresh your mind and to feel that calmness. Then you can bring this calmness with you when you do your ritual or journal work. 2. Take stock of your life and your relationships with others and yourself. What is serving you? What is causing unnecessary emotional burden? Journal on this, releasing your feelings in a free form brain dump. Decide what you need to let go, write these on a piece of paper and burn or bury that paper. While burying or burning, imagine these burdens leaving your life. You should also take the time to think about how in the real world you're going to release these burdens as no matter how many magical rituals you take place in, without you doing the work, it's not going to happen. Whether it's a plan on how to battle your negative self-talk, moving on from a difficult relationship, or improving your environment, how are you going to realistically work towards doing these things? 3. Try a simple release and invite ritual. 
The Witch's Fix, a wonderful eclectically magical gift shop in Hamilton, Ontario, have a wonderful worksheet for a ritual like this. You can find that in the link in the show notes or on the transcript on my website, nevoicedesigns.com. I'd also recommend looking through their online store or visiting if you're nearby as they sell some incredible items as well as workshop and learning opportunities. They have the Disney villain tarot cards, need I say more? As there is only one event this week, I have decided to follow on from the Moon Magic Basics that we included two weeks ago and chat to you about astrology signs and how they play into the moon phases. So as you can see from earlier in this episode, bringing the astrology signs into the moon phases brings a new level of things to focus on. It also describes the energy around the moon phase in more detail. The sign we talk about is the astrological sign the moon is in during whatever phase we're discussing. So as we covered earlier, the moon will be in its full state in the sign of Libra. But how does it all work? How can we elevate our moon magic with the astrology sign the moon is in? To begin with, we will discuss the basic energies associated with every sign. This is definitely an overgeneralization and there's a lot more information out there, but it's a good starting point for your learning before you move onwards. In Western astrology, there are 12 astrological signs and the sun moves through these signs approximately once a month, although this varies by a day or two year on year. The quick introduction to the energies of each of the signs are as follows. Aries, determination, passion, impulsivity. Taurus, practical, responsible, uncompromising. Gemini, adaptable, curious, indecisive. Cancer, imaginative, emotional, insecure. Leo, creative, passionate, self-centered. Virgo, analytical, hardworking, overly critical. Libra, cooperative, craves balance, self-pitying. Scorpio, resourceful, brave, jealous. Sagittarius, Perfect in every single way. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Sagittarius, adventurous, idealistic, impatient. Uh, I'm a Sagittarius, in case you can't tell. Capricorn, disciplined, responsible, judgmental. Aquarius, progressive, independent, aloof. Pisces, artistic, gentle, and fearful. How do astrology and the moon phases come together? We can then apply the correspondences of the sign to the stage of the moon phases as we learned about two episodes ago in the first episode of Moon Magic. So, for example, for the full moon in Libra, we need to consider three points. One, a full moon, which in the last Moon Magic episode we said is the strongest energy phase and we focus on taking a full stock of your intentions and how you did, celebrate your successes, take note of what held you back and release those things through ritual. 2. The astrological sign of Libra, energy of cooperation, craving balance and the tendency to be self-pitying. 3. The astrological sign that the sun is in, Aries, energies of determination, passion and impulsiveness. Can you see how earlier in the episode I've joined all of these together? Strong energies, full moon, of wanting balance and cooperation, Libra, coupled with passionate and fiery energy, Aries, can lead to overwhelm with self-doubt or self-pity, Libra, and impulsive actions to try and correct it, Aries. Ritual to help regain balance, Libra, especially around our biggest aspirations, Aries, and to release what doesn't serve us, Full Moon. Now, 
This isn't something you pick up immediately and honestly there's such a wealth of knowledge out there that can give you information on the moon phases in each sign, hey, like this podcast. However, I think it can be super helpful to see how these things in a basic way come together. That way, you can always get a vague idea of what to expect if you don't have access to the information elsewhere or as an exercise to learn for yourself. That's all from me. If you missed the first episode on moon magic, you can go back to episodes to the episode which will be titled week commencing the 28th of March, I believe. Yes. So it'll be the week commencing 28th of March. Just head on back and the set and the first part of the moon magic series is at the end of that episode. Transcripts for all episodes can be found on my blog, which is neveroiddesigns.com forward slash blog. That's N-E-F-O-E-D-D-E-S-I-G-N-S dot com slash blog. And you can find me on Instagram at Nevoith Designs. See you next week.